0: GBC Podcasts. Local voices on demand. Hello, thanks for listening to the Gibraltar Today podcast. I'm Jonathan Scott and we're live every day on Radio Gibraltar and on GBC Television from 1 to 2. We leaned into culture on Tuesday. Culture Minister John Cortez told us the National Theatre Foundation could be just a few months away from raising enough money to press play on construction of a new national theatre. Artists Naomi Martinez and Jana Nicole talked about what has inspired the works that they'll display at the Art Revolution exhibition, which launches at the Gustavo Bacariza's Gallery this week, and we spoke to Stefano Blanca Chagaluga about El Patio, an exhibition in La Línea that artists from Gibraltar are contributing to. Stay with us for all of that. But first, the day's top story. The Commission of Police claims the recent departure of a number of officers is affecting the force's capabilities and its morale. Cristina Cortez has handled the story for GBC and joined us in the studio
1: with the latest. We've seen an internal message to all staff from the Commissioner of Police, as you've said. Uh, He said, uh, I quote, It is certainly very apparent that the recent exit of a number of police officers from the Royal Gibraltar Police who've been provided an almost immediate alternative employment into the government service is having an impact on police officer morale and most definitely an impact on our capacity and capability in a number of policing responsibilities. Richard Alger said to staff that he'd been challenged by some of them, and quite rightly so, He said, I share your concerns over some of the individuals who have resigned whilst they've been subjected to a discipline and or criminal process and yet have been provided this alternative employment, adding they seem to also be keeping their salaries. Uh, GBC put questions to the government on this. It confirmed a number of former officers had moved from the RGP to employment elsewhere in the public sector. It said this was provided for under employment legislation, which provides a statutory protection for employees who make a disclosure in the public interest. The other thing we've heard about is the impact on the force and staffing. Uh, Mr. Alger said when this was happening when the organisation was still training newly recruited officers and when there there were already 20 new vacancies for a new recruit school. He said he had privately. This is Richard Dolger, said he had privately raised his concerns with the governor and also with the. He'd also raised it with the police authority, mm. on the Gibraltar Police Federation. He said he had also been informed that some members had written to the federation chairman and that they had experienced what he called a front of silence. We did reach out to the federation as well. Uh, the chairman Morris Morello told me that he had replied internally to the RGP on those allegations. He said the claim of a front of silence was simply not true, and he said that he would reply to GBC questions in. Course after consulting with the Federation Board. We've also put questions uh, to the Royal Gibraltar Police, the Police Authority, and the Convent, and we're awaiting replies.
0: Okay, so. Um It possibly isn't the end of this story then?
1: No, well, uh, of course, uh, as as I said, we're waiting for those uh, replies from from those bodies. And uh, we will also bring you further stories uh, on matters relating to the Royal Gibraltar Police following other internal communications which we've obtained. On Radio Gibraltar and on GBC Television, Gibraltar Today with Jonathan Scott.
0: It's been a whole year since the National Theatre Foundation was launched, and uh, the foundation was created to raise money for the construction of a new national theatre, expected to cost 15 to 20 million pounds. That was last year. I don't know if if that cost has been revised, but joining me in the studio to give us an update on how that fundraising is going is the Minister for Culture, John Cortez. Good afternoon, Mr. Cortez, and... Has that cost uh, expected cost been revised, or are you still looking at fifteen to twenty million pounds? It's it's still around that figure. There's been um,
2: obviously in the year there's been more detailed analysis, uh, but it is
0: probably around the higher of those two. But that's still the figure that (laughs) we're. Working towards the cost of everything is going up at the moment with with the cost of living crisis which, which
2: is partly uh, Responsible for that everything particularly in construction is going up uh, Technical
0: equipment and so on so we're looking at about 20 million pounds for a new theater How much have you raised so far?
2: Well, let me just first of all say that the National Theatre Foundation is totally independent of government um, obviously I work with it and I I sit as one of the trustees Um, but it is independent of government and it's raising money independently. Um, We have raised a fair amount um, if I can just say, for example, that The Ruth Parasol's Parasol Foundation has contributed 1.5 million which will go towards the Exhibition Centre because remember, it's not just a theatre it's also got a a revamped library, Exhibition Centre and other cultural uh, facilities Um, and there has been another couple of donors of substantial amounts more than that figure that I have quoted More than 1.5 million? Yes indeed Uh, but they are still uh, wanting to announce it themselves and therefore I'm not at liberty to to tell you who they are and how much they have contributed um, but with that contribution and one or two others that we think are about to come through um, I think we are we are facing a viable project now
0: You mean you've already, you think, or you're on the cusp of having enough money to be able to we start think that building that, the National that Theatre?
2: between the contributions that we have had and our uh, hopefully going to finalize and a possible financing arrangement with the 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 people who would be building it um i think we're at the cusp
0: so what sort of time frame are are we um looking at and and, and i'll just um remind our viewers and Uh, and listeners that it is an election year so i'm sure you're going to be optimistic (laughs) i'm going to be optimistic but i'm also going to be
2: realistic Uh, as i say because this is being dealt with by a foundation separate from the government i'm more involved in this because of my love for theater which a lot of people know rather than as a politician um and that's what's driving me in this one Uh, and the, the world of performing arts really needs and deserves a proper theater our current theaters are not up to the level of our performances, um, so um, we hope uh, to clinch the the financial deals. Or the foundation hopes to clinch the financial deal, um, and then in uh, discussion with both the the foundation itself and obviously the John McIntosh Educational Trusts, which are the 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 current uh, landlords, so to speak, um, uh, we feel that. We would be ready to go within a number of months, and it's uh, approximately an 18 month build. So um, I think we could be having opening nights uh, in two years' time, uh, thereabouts.
0: In respect of some of your other responsibilities, education, you've got a, a large project uh, which is, uh, I think you're aiming to, to open the new St. Mary's school with the new mm-hmm. um, a, 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 a academic year. Is that still on track, do yeah, you think? Uh, three new schools, the new St. Mary's, the new Governor's
2: Meadow and the new Bishop Fitzgerald. Yes, I, I meet with the team regularly every other Friday. Uh, and uh, we are well on course and we are very confident that all three schools will open in September.
0: And you're also responsible for the environment and climate change. Um, uh, what What's happening on that front? Well... The climate's getting warmer. <laughs>
2: yes. <laughs> it's been very hot as I walked here today. It, it has um, changed
0: remarkably in just a few days. Yeah. Indeed,
2: indeed. Well, we're working as ever. Uh, we've got a no- number of initiatives uh, of improving some of our sites on the upper rock and peripheral, peripheral areas. We're working hard on our climate change initiatives. We are developing different strategies in relation, for example, to electric vehicles, um, still working on, on the ever-present issues of air quality um there's a lot going on
1: gibraltar today with jonathan scott
0: now an art revolution aims to take gibraltar by storm this week with both local and international artists contributing to an exhibition organized by ace art and today we're joined by two of the Award-winning artists. Thank you to John and Nicole and to photographer Naomi Martinez. But you do mixed-media actually don't you Naomi or is it principally photography?
3: Yeah, a little bit of everything. Photography, sculpture, installation, painting. Awesome. So yeah, I like to dabble between all the mediums. And what what,
0: what sort of what inspires you?
3: What inspires me? I think La Vida Cotidiana in Gibraltar. Yeah, that's a big one. And uh, my family, my loved ones, and um, artists, conversations, all of these things, I think, inspire me to create my work.
0: A beautiful story um, in the Gibraltar Chronicle newspaper um, about um, you discovering uh, hundreds of negatives um, belonging to your uh, grandfather. yeah, And and seeing that there was a sort of... A connection uh, A connection through through art that you didn't know existed.
3: Exactly, yeah. That happened a few years ago. So we... I had to go into his house, and we came along all these photo negatives, and realised that he had a massive love for photography himself. And I learned a lot about his life because obviously we didn't have a relationship when um, he was alive. So I learned about all his um, passions and life. When yeah,
0: would that be sort of part of what you exhibit, or is that? Yeah,
3: that's part of um, taking liberties with colour. The series, so there'll be about thirteen pieces of work that I've used his photograph as a canvas and I've painted on top of them ah, with beautiful. the process I created digitally by beautiful. other mixed media works I created as well.
0: Beautiful. Okay, well, we look forward to seeing more of that. Um, let's bring in Jana Nicole, who's visiting us from London and, and is originally from California.
4: Hi. Good afternoon. You. Good afternoon.
0: And, uh, and how are you?
4: Uh, I'm well. I'm excited to be in Gibraltar, where the weather is gorgeous.
0: Yes, uh, and and how how were you able? I thought once you were in Hollywood, you couldn't really leave, but you you did. You left.
4: I left uh, and came to London. My husband is British, and so it was it was a ticket out of there.
0: <laughs> but um, but but art remains your your call
4: completely. I was in Los Angeles. I was working as a costume designer, and had always had an artistic side, uh, painting and doing mixed media. And when I came to London, I was able to concentrate. More on the the fine art side of it.
0: Beautiful, and um, and you've prepared a botanical series for this exhibition.
4: Absolutely, it's uh, so concentrating the heroing of the mushroom and the fungi, and especially the mycelium, which is the underground um, network that uh, spreads its roots like system to have a symbiotic relationship with trees and other other roots.
1: Gibraltar Today with Jonathan Scott.
4: We're
0: having quite a cultural show today, and it's our pleasure to join um, on the line um, Stefano Blanca Chacaluga, who's organizing an event with Kitchen Studios, uh, launching on Friday, Stefano, in La Linea.
5: That's correct, yeah.
0: And uh, it's called El Patio, which is a great name. Because it sort of brings to, to life uh, all the, the sort of um, serendipitous moments that we have uh, living around Gibraltar. And I think especially for somebody who um, remembers Gibraltar from 20 years ago when El Patio was even more of a, of a thing, it really is quite evocative.
5: See, that's the idea. I mean, it's the second time we've, um, we're, we're exhibiting in La Linea. Um, so part of the idea is that um, you know, patio life was big in Jib in the past, I mean I remember growing up it was a bit of a, a bit more of a thing, um, and it's also the case in La Linea, which is also nice, because we can have that, that link between the two, the two cities, which is what we're trying to do in the first time we exhibited there though, we're trying to bring sort of contemporary art across the border. Why
0: is it important uh, for there to be this sort of cross-frontier collaboration with
5: artists? Um, I think it's important because, I mean, at least in in my opinion, and I'm just talking sort of on personal opinion. Yeah,
0: as Stefan, around no, no. the kitchen studios. Yep.
5: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and but I, I think most of my most of my office friends will will agree. But it seems like our art scene is very localized, um, and we do get artists from abroad, especially from Spain, coming in and, and taking part in competitions here. But it's um, it's quite rare for artists from Gibraltar to cross the border and, and work with, with artists over there. And because in Kitchen our, our whole ethos is to, to foster um, collaboration between artists, you know, and we like to sort of open it up for, for artists from La Linea to go into the gallery, see what we do, see what we're all about, and, and perhaps, perhaps, you know, open the doors to, to collaboration.